podcast that is produced by Cornerstone Therapies, and we take a wonderful dance through the wonderful world of therapeutics. If you know, you know, but if you don't know, my name is Jenny Walker, and as well as being your host here every Friday morning, I am an integrative physical rehab therapist at Cornerstone Therapies, and it is a delight to have you here each Friday. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making this possible. The only way that this works is for you to like, share and subscribe as much as possible. And I know that you're doing that because our community is growing. It's a joy to see the numbers just just go up each week. And I just cannot thank you enough for your support. And we would love for you to share some support with um, two other charities, actually, today. The first one is Four Oceans, and they are a worldwide charity that is helping clear up our oceans. And we will be talking about their work today, as as well as Surfers Against Sewage. And you can find them both on Instagram, on the webs, doing the thing. And Surfers Against Sewage have been really present at the COP26 this year, talking about the sewage um, issue that we have in our open waters here in the UK. So four oceans are worldwide and Surfers Against Sewage are UK-based primarily. And they together have some amazing resources for us to learn about our ecology And here at Cornerstone Therapies and Therapy Unwound, we are all about caring for our own ecology inside and out. And today's episode is all about caring for the outside ecology. Many of you know that I have had a passion for a while about getting on the water, being near it. I'm very drawn to it. In fact, I think my whole family are actually. I have a brother who lives by the coast. I have another one moving down there. And I have another one who's by the lakes and lake district. And they, we all vibe very well when we're on or near water. And I find that quite interesting, actually. And a few years ago, I took a sabbatical. Actually, I think about it now. It's probably about 13 years ago. And I was trying to work out in my head what I wanted to do with my life. Was I going to go off and do kind of like something amazing somewhere else? Or was I going to stay put and do something amazing with cornerstone therapies? And I chose the latter. Um, But that sabbatical was really important for my development. And I would encourage anybody to take time out and, and do the work to work out what you want to do with your life plan. It was certainly three months that I look back at with complete passion and part of that was I was going to go to over to the Caribbean and help save sea turtles which would have been great if I hadn't had a knee issue at the time I bust my cartilage in my right knee and I sadly couldn't go but I still have the sea turtle magnet that one of my brothers gave me um, as a kind of like a token of that point in my life that memory and it's still in my kitchen and I look at it daily it's on my knife rack so the ocean for me is really important and I remember sitting down with my dad um, back in 2000 and we were talking about plastic pollution and we'd both started hearing rumor and it really was rumor then it was before social media and about this North Pacific Gaia and the South Pacific Gaia and the amount of trash that was in our ocean. We started hearing rumour that plastic bottles were really doing great damage to our ocean and its wildlife and the ecology. And we were getting quite passionate about it. I remember for me personally, uh, when I started my, 
managing my own home and I moved out from my family home I banned plastic and that was before you could really get a bamboo toothbrush you had to kind of go out and whittle your own and so for me when I started hearing about charities that were dedicated to clearing up our oceans I was I got very excited and for ocean are a a wonderful charity that I really do kind of like want to back here at Cornerstone Therapies and Therapy Unwound. But there's one project that they're doing at the moment that I would really like you to go and check out. It's about the Osborne Reef. The Osborne Project or the Osborne Reef is based in Florida. And back in the 70s, I think it probably came out from a real sense that they wanted to help the oceans. But it was such a bad idea. (laughs) It was just awful. What they did is they put two million car tires in the ocean to form a reef. Nothing grew there. I mean, the amount of plastic that would have leached into the ocean, it's still there today. You can still go and see just like two million tires just scattered across the sand bed. And it's really, really hurt the ecology there. The problem with plastics in our water, and it includes the water that we drink, is that it is filled with leaching chemicals that come out of plastics. So there have been many reports over the last 20 years of how the estrogen that's released from the plastics really causes problems with the reproductive systems of fish and frogs, and that's a real concern. And there, I mean, you can just Google it and you can just see the amount of chemical issues we have in our seas thanks to our plastics but what four oceans is doing is they're actually getting teams out to the osborne reef and literally they are just taking tires out of the sea boat load by boat load and then for some of them they're turning them into bracelets that you can wear to go and support the project so if you go over to their website i think they're about 20 dollars each and once you're done with that bracelet you just send it back and they can recycle that for you so it's a closed loop and you're not adding any more trash into the ocean and i think this kind of approach is quite interesting to create products from the sea that you can send back to that company and they can um, recycle or reuse ethically is a really great business model for our society four oceans works worldwide and they have different projects as well so if there's another one that really takes your fancy and you want to go and support that then i would really check out their website and see what they're doing If you would like to find out more about plastic pollution, I would also recommend you go to the BBC iPlayer and look up Panorama. A couple of weeks ago, um, they did a half-hour programme about Coca-Cola and their plastic bottles. And what I hadn't realised is how many plastic bottles are the product of Coca-Cola and their factory. I think the thing that really hit hard uh, for me with that with that particular program was learning about Samoa. Samoa is a beautiful little island, but it's um, very small. It doesn't have many inhabitants. It's a very closed community and it lives very much um, in its ecology. It's very aware. The people there are very aware of their ecology. 
And Coca-Cola used to supply glass bottles there until a few years ago where they decided, no, we're not going to do glass anymore. And glass was easily recycled. It was a, it was a thing. But they started selling only plastic bottles to an island that ha- is too small for a recycle commun- uh, center. There is no way that they can recycle these um, plastic bottles. For Coca-Cola to take the bottles back, these guys have to collect the plastic, crush it, and wait until they have a full container's worth of plastic to send back to Coca-Cola. And for that, they're going to be waiting years. So they just have plastic bales in their communities waiting for disposal. And this is not okay. It's affecting their water, it's affecting their wildlife, it's affecting their communities and I would really advise that you go to the panorama and see how it's also affecting places like Uganda again a place that Victoria Lake is just strewn full of plastic that is not helping the people or the wildlife that is there Plastic is an incredibly dangerous substance and it is really hard to ignore it. I know for me, I have a kitchen that still has plastic bottles. I have um, Heinz tomato ketchup for my fish and chips, you know, that kind of thing. It's like working your way around alternatives can sometimes be really tricky and it can take a lot of time. But I would really advise that you take that time so we can start looking after our neighbours worldwide in this problem. Surfaces Against Sewage are a UK charity and I really like them. I think they're pretty cool. They just have this one message. They're on it. They're getting their voices heard by um, worldwide leaders. Uh, Certainly at COP26, they did a phenomenal presentation. And I'm just really proud of the work they're doing. And they are helping getting people to realise how much gunk is in our open water. I was invited um, a couple of months ago to join our local swimming group, uh, outdoor swimming group. And they, it sounded really great actually, 7am on a Friday morning, funnily enough when our podcast goes live, um, down at the riverbank, which is literally two minutes walk from my house. So I would just literally go down the end of my road, jump over the fence and we would meet there and go for a swim. And although this sounds really romantic and a fantastic way to start Friday, I just couldn't bring myself to do it because the amount of gunk that is in our river can make us really sick. And actually speaking to the guys who were part of that group, it was interesting because they said, oh no, we'd never put our head under the water, we'd just get sick. To have that much sewage in our river system here in the UK is absolutely abhorrent. And to see the major sewage dumps that the chemical companies are putting into our coast, um, coastal waters actually makes your heart cry. And <laughs> surfers against sewage do uh, wonderful maps and they will show you where the sewage dumps into the ocean around the UK are happening. And they will also give you an awareness of which companies are doing it the most as well as where is less um, toxic to swim in the seas and where you really shouldn't sadly Cornwall and Devon I was looking at the map the other day and it was just awful to see how hazardous the seas are around there and it's just through the sewage that is being pumped in and it just shouldn't happen we not only have our surfers and our swimmers to look after we also have our marine life 
What I was um, really interested in hearing about, I think it was actually an article on the BBC, but it was they were saying that when you see sewage being dumped, you also have to think about the toxins that are in there. So not only kind of like the toxins that they use in the plants, but the toxins we use um, in our homes. We have a lot of chemicals in our homes with biohazard labels on us and we lock them away so our kids and our pets don't get in touch with them. And um, we put them down our loos and in our sinks without a second thought. But all of that is being shoved into our oceans as well. There is a lot of evidence to say now that chemical sunscreens, when we shower them off and put them into the water um, system and out into the ocean are actually killing our reefs. We're putting sunblock effectively on our reefs that really do not need to be sunblocks. They need as much light as possible. And if sunblock is being linked to the death of coral reefs, I dread to think what's happening with our sewage dump. So although we're talking trash today, I hope that this really helps you see how looking after our environment at home, looking after ourselves, making sure that we're in a very comfortable, earth-sustaining environment at home, how much that can help our neighbours over in Uganda and in Florida and in Samoa and our neighbours literally next door in Cornwall and Devon. And for me, just the coast down in Sussex and um, seeing the Witterings where I usually go, making sure that they're healthy too. But thank you for allowing me to get on my ecological soapbox today. I hope you're well. I hope that you've enjoyed it. And I hope it's given you a new perspective on where we can kind of like go as a community to help our ecology grow. Have a great week. We look forward to seeing you next week. And it's the fourth and final in our series on the water. And it's looking at the winter lakes. We've got some lovely um, tips and tricks to get you outside and enjoy those winter lakes. And I look forward to seeing you then. Stay safe, so well, and have a great week. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.